ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for the dark carousel. Alrighty, Dark Carousel Podcast fans! It is another episode, but this time it is the beginning of Season 3, Episode 1, Zombie Skin. And also today, for you guys, as a special bonus, we have a full house today. Meaning, we have that Snacks guy. Hey. We (laughs) have that uh, Mr. Sandman. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And then we have Skids. What is up? <laughs> yeah, we have a full house. Full man. house. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, today we get to speak with Joe Glenn from Zombie Skins. He is the owner, manager, and artist for Zombie Skins. Does it all. He's been around for, uh, I think, 2012, but, you know, Facebook says a bunch of stuff, and, you know, you never know if it's, you know, the truth. So we'll get all the information from Zombie Skins. Just a brief thing for Zombie Skin. Zombie Skin was the first introduced was first introduced in HauntCon 2012, and for the last two years, we sold out at the commit at the convention of mm-hmm. Midwest Haunters. Yeah. Zombie Skin is a fast drying latex formula that he is con- that has the consensus consistency. I can't ever say consistency. it. Consistency. Thank you. My my fucking stuttering of whipped cream, but has the ability to use to fill edges, smooth them on for blending. Alone zombie skin can be used for making cuts, wounds, blisters, and claws, and many more. Zombie skin's pretty cool. <clears throat> Shut the fuck up. I know I'm stuttering today. My neck is like, I feel like, like, <laughs> same man sit over here, look like Michael Keaton. I feel like it right now. want to get to the point, mister. Now, what, is, anyways, what are you trying to tell us? <laughs> um, zombie skin, guys, where I use uh, zombie skin at Land of Illusion and Makeup Studio, um, and it, and it definitely fucking works. It works out great. It definitely smooths out the edges. It's really easy to work with. And right now, we don't have, like, no big, like, 8-ounce jars or anything, but we're using, like, the syringes and stuff. And you only need a little bit to, you know, hide those edges and stuff. Um, but I know, you know the Land of Illusion makeup artist had a seminar with uh, Joe from Zombie Skin. Um, it was it was nice. Uh the the stuff that he's shown us the the practices what we should say what we should do and it was really nice to have him sit down and just give us you know just some a little bit of like catching up on since we've been off for you know 10 months and it's just it's just nice to sit down with him again uh we did a, another seminar with him back in 2021 where he came down um but again he's from Youngstown Ohio so he's definitely close to us he's about 3 hours away from us so this this interview should be good. Um, uh, I know we have a full house. And uh, I, last weekend was for us was opening weekend for haunt season, and we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, on the next episode on episode two uh, with the guys. Um, should be fun. Should be a good time. I know I am fucking. I'm not as dead as I was yesterday. How are you guys feeling? Still recuperating, actually. Yeah, how about you? Skid? I've got some open wounds still. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Skid's over here. He did some fun stuff. Again, we'll talk about that in episode two. He fucked him. He fucked himself up, <laughs> which was on it. He had a you know fucking vagina on his kneecap, and it, it looked bad. It looked so bad. But yeah, we get to talk with him in the next two minutes. You guys excited about this one? Oh yeah. Cool. I definitely want to hear this man's story. So this is their first time doing an interview with us, and we want to make this one special because, again, this is opening for season three, guys. It's special. It's special. <laughs> it's special. Did you make sure your phone was Bluetooth and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that here in a bit. Um. What? What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah, I was gonna say, where's the Stone Cold at? Where's Stone Cold? What? What? Yeah, this is it's gonna be a fun one, guys. I know. Hopefully, he has some pretty cool stories for us. And again, guys, Joe Glenn, go check him out. Uh, Zombie Skins FX. Go look at his website, zombie skin dot com, and look at his stuff. His stuff is pretty reasonable. Um, and he has like bundle bundle packages and everything, and you know, let's you know, let's just fucking send it today. I mean, I can't really look over Sandman. I have to like 
How you doing, man? Right, that, <laughs> now, the right side I can turn, but yeah. this side I gotta. Um, <laughs> you got you got the Keaton. You got to do the Keaton move. You got to do the tilt, man. Like you move the shoulders <laughs> with the head. I'm fucked right now. That's okay. It's been a long weekend. My little wrist hurts. Wrist hurts. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and you gotta Shit. listen to this for forty oh, minutes, guys, folks. Let's let's talk to Joe from Zombie Skin. Hi, this is Joe. Thank you for calling. I'm currently unavailable right now, but if you believe you're well, listen, guys. Um, so this <laughs> happens. Uh-oh. <laughs> Joe's busy right now. <laughs> you have to call back another time. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. All right, here it is. <clears throat> Zombie FX. Hello, Joe. How are you doing, man? Good, good, good. Well, we are very excited for you to finally be on the show, man. Oh, no problem. Well, uh, we're introduce you to all the guys. We got we're, we got a full house tonight. So with me again, you know who I am. I met you at Land of Illusion. I'm Arthur. Um, right next to me is my partner, uh, the other co-owner of Dark Carousel Podcast, Steve, Mister Sweets. And then to the far left of me, we got. Um, skids we call Corey. him it's cory and then to the other side of us is sandman which is uh jesus i can't talk today <laughs> don't worry yeah justin <laughs> oh. but anyways guys we are super excited to finally do an interview with you um definitely want to hear your story on how everything started with you and where it's brought you into this haunt world movie world and all this other stuff Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, man, let's get this started. Uh, tell us who you are and how everything got started with you, man. Uh, my name is Joe Glenn. I am the inventor and creator of the cosmetic grade zombie skin latex. Um, started about 2001. I was working in the haunted attraction as a makeup artist and was trying to find something that works better than lake, liquid latex and toilet paper. So after three or four years of just experimenting, we came out with our first formula of zombie skin. And again, none of this was ever on the market at any point yet. Right. Um, it took us till 2012 to get everything perfected, patented, trademarked, and all that craziness. And um, it just kind of rolled from there. It, we went to Pittsburgh's Con Con. I introduced it there. God, I think that was 2012. And I taught a class on it just to get an idea if it was what people thought of it. And then we were lucky enough to team up with Passion Airbrush Company and go to Midwest Connors in Columbus, Ohio in 2012 okay. and sold out by Saturday afternoon of all our products. Damn. And had to, like, literally, it was the funniest thing. Um, I had a notebook and I was just taking orders in a notebook and we did really well. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it was really overwhelming too, because I never imagined it was always like my dirty little secret in my makeup kit and that people actually wanted to buy it and use it. Now we're used in haunted attractions and TV and production all over the world. It's awesome. It's insane. That's see, it's wonderful. And especially for the fact that like, you know, you created something just to keep it secret for a while. And then it's like, you know what? I'm going to get it out there. And to start from something, you know, so small and now it's becoming so big. And now you're at pretty big trade shows now, like trans world and all the haunt cons around the country. You know, we don't, we really tapered down. We used to do just Midwest haunters and trans world, but I'm going to be honest right now. Our main concern is trans world. Really? Uh, not that the shows aren't that great or anything. But for me to keep up with all my orders with, you know, the TV production and everything else besides the haunt world, uh, trans world's like the main, er, main show I do. Mm. Wow. See, that's, that's still great. Though. I might have some other people that are retailing for me at the other shows, but for me to go to a show now, it's really tough other than trans world. Hmm. Oh, that's, see, that's still wonderful though. I mean, I, I I'm excited for you because the, the first time i obviously you probably don't remember because way before then i wasn't even at land of illusion but i worked for a little haunt called chambers of horror back in like 2000 and i don't know my first haunt convention was midwest when i was up in columbus and i i, don't, I think that was like 2010 2011 and um i remember i was wearing this mask 
and you're like, hey, you know, I can I can hide these edges for you. And I'm like, no, nah, no, you can't. And you proved me wrong. And you were like, well, you need to buy some zombie skin. And I'm like, yeah, I probably should buy some zombie skin. I end up buying some zombie skin, which is hilarious. And um, I was I was just now here I am like I'm, I'm speaking to you. I've met you in person at Land of Illusion. You've shown us a bunch of cool things and I'm still using them till this day. So, again, I appreciate you uh, showing us stuff that I've never experienced before. It, it's been very surreal and overwhelming in a lot of respects. It's opened major doors for me throughout my career in this business that I never imagined. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I phone so, calls from. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you 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 can continue. Um, you know, I was at dinner one night and um, I received a phone call from uh, a producer. Let's just say that. <laughs> Um, a lot of stuff I really can't discuss, but, um, you know, due to non-disclosure agreements and different things, but it's a very prominent TV show at the time. And I thought it was one of my friends joking with me that, Hey, I'm at dinner with my mom. Can I call you back? Right. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> See, but that's still cool though. I mean, um, you've done like low budget films also, correct? Um, a few, I'm not a real big fan of doing low budget stuff. Um, and maybe it just sounds wrong for me to say it this way, but I really don't care about someone telling me, Hey, can you do this for us? And we'll get your name out there. Mm. Yeah. Because I, it, um, that's really all you're getting yep. is you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that part a hundred percent because we've, we've dealt with a few people in the past with our show and stuff since like, um, recently, uh, honestly, last uh, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, we had the privilege of getting on iHeartRadio, and a lot of people oh. are just like, "Oh man, let, let's get on the show!" Like, you just want to get on the show to get your name out there. That's just that's not us. I mean, our our main like goal for a lot of people is just to hear your hear your guys' stories, and we want people to hear your guys' stories, not for like publicity or nothing, but just we right. want, we want we want people to understand that this is not a joke. I mean, this is a lifestyle, and we want to make people understand that you know, in the haunt business and the special effect business, it's it's so bigger. It's it's a lot bigger than what people expect. And it's really crazy the way, and especially the way you said that because it's so true. I mean, some of my closest friends I've developed in the haunt world that I've carried through in even this personal life and the people that, you know, are like family. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Yes. Yeah. And it's and it and it's a great it's a great feeling. And when you have those those people that are really close to you, they give you a lot of confidence and they 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 necessarily they don't really have to do much, but it's just them being humble and say, Hey man, you're doing a really good job at what you're doing and it just gives us more more of a push into going forward with our future and we wanna show everybody, you know, this is it. I mean, we're gonna keep going and going and do more and more interviews and when I talked to you at Land of Illusion. I was so scared to <laughs> approach you because, again, you were doing your job, and I didn't want to interrupt your job. But I'm like, man, I really gotta get this because, like, you're, you're zombie skins. You own a company, and like, we want to get you out there and hear people, let people hear your story. And I'm so humble for you to do that for us. Oh, it's my pleasure. I mean, it's it's weird for me to feel that you know people are like, hey, I really want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's- it, it is very humbling. It really is. Cool. Like I said, I've, I've been fortunate with a lot of amazing people throughout this. I don't know how to even, it's like a, I guess you'd say it's journey. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, it, I never really thought zombie skin would be income. Mm-hmm. It was more like the if comes to come. Yes. Well. And it, very good. Well, when it comes to zombie skin, um, how many different um, products do you have? Right now, we have the one-ounce syringe, the one-ounce jar, the two-ounce syringes, and uh, we call them hypos. Um, we have four-ounce jars, and that's really it. Now, we do do our kits, which, as you saw in Play of Illusion, they have foam cuts and wounds in them. Um, we are opening up a whole different line of products, probably in February at Transworld. I'm still trying to finish everything out on it. Can't get into too many details with it, mm-hmm. but uh, it's actually really kind of cool. Cool, cool. 
Cool. I'm I'm really excited. I know we um I just this last weekend uh, Land of Illusion opened up and I used Zombie Skin quite a few times in a lot of your methods that you showed us and uh, it worked out so much better because <clears throat> like when I was putting a prosthetic on a person's face, you know, usually it's just like, oh, man, it's going to take forever because it's like we have to use either prosade or use liquid yeah. latex. But with that Zombie Skin, you know, I do the, the first layer of a prosade and then i use that zombie skin to blend those edges and then within like not even two minutes that shit's already dry and i can already bust this person out and they're done in like 10 minutes and it's wonderful and that's that's really what happened when i developed the product and i was like wow i need something faster than doing the old school way of latex all that so it really kind of changed the way things kind of came through yeah. And it was funny because uh, Brian and Wolf were in uh, Columbus Hauntcon, and I talked to him, and I said, well, what do you guys think of a product? So I gave him some to try in uh, Pittsburgh. And they're like, you have a game changer. Yeah. This is going to make life easy in so many ways, not only in the haunt world, but TV production. We really kind of got something. Yeah. And those are some guys that I, like, idolized for a long time. You know, God rest his soul, Brian passed away cancer but nick i still talk to him on a regular basis you know get messages back and forth through book or any social media yeah yeah and and it definitely changed the the whole atmosphere of our team at land um it feels a little bit more professional and um i've realized like with using zombie skin and just you know when people want those either wounds on their face and stuff. I mean, we used uh, silicone before, but I think we've, just this weekend, we've used more zombie skin than silicone because silicone, when you add the A and B together, it just takes so long. And especially with this heat right now, it takes even longer. So it's like, fuck, man. Then we start busting out the zombie skin, and then it's like, oh, dude, this it doesn't matter if it's cold, hot, or not. It's still going to fucking dry the same time, and we can bust out like the 3D effects that we need. And it's, it's so easy to work with. And you can sculpt the stuff because how thick it is. And it's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. And the the, the skin tone. You have um, three colors. You Well, three. What, what what are your colors again for the zombie skin? Uh, the original, which drives like a yellow, like natural latex color. Mm-hmm. Then the flat tone. And then we have the red and black that we use for our burn kit. Yeah, the, the red and black, man. Those are wonderful. I know um, Adam, he was using... The black, and that was the first time I ever seen the black used. He used a pentagram on someone's forehead, like it was like a burn on this dude's forehead, and it turned out phenomenal. And he barely even had to add any paint and stuff to it because it looked already authentic as as it is. And it's like, yes, fuck yes. So again, it's just it's just a great feeling in the speed that we have for our team up there. It's just it just it's just nonstop, and it's it's our our timings are getting better and better it's and like better. nascar it is like nascar pull in the pits get them done get them out <laughs> oh in the hot world i mean it's like i tell people when i teach is you know you can attest to um we don't have three to four hours to do a makeup we have three to four minutes and i think i ran you guys through the what i called the gauntlet class and everything that you guys really that was a lot of fun right no, and that that helped because, like, I mean, it was definitely a refresher for, like, the veterans and stuff. But, like, with the new people that we got, that helped them out so much with the gauntlet that you did for us. And now those, um, I think it's the three girls that were up there, they're just boom, 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 boom. And their speed keeps on getting faster because a lot of newbies that we get, um, they are – they're kind of slow. They're trying to get used to, like, the airbrush. But for some reason this year – all the makeup artists are using the airbrush and it they're busting these people out and every single creature that they create is just looking phenomenal because the stuff that you showed us with all the steps and stuff, it helped us so much better and it made us feel a little bit more professional as a makeup team. Well, and you guys really are one of the, one of the really good makeup teams that I train and work with. And it's like, honored to even hear that because I do feel like I'm a part of you guys' team. I know if I come, if I show up there one night, I've done it in the past where I just came in and took over a station and I just had a blast. Yeah. That's great to hear. With a sense of camaraderie and a sense of fun and, you know, I just enjoy that. And I, I do have a lot of the haunts that I've taught at or run classes at. And it's just a good time. I mean, I have fun. 
Now, when um, when you first started in the haunt industry, what haunt did you work at? <clears throat> um, I was in a haunt here in Ohio. It was in uh, Northeast Ohio called the Canfield Scareground. Okay. And I went in there. It was really kind of funny because um, I have a background. I actually was a professional magician for about 15 years. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. And the owner of the haunt, um, he asked me if I could develop some illusions for the haunt. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that. And, you know, I always had an interest in special effects makeup from a little kid. Uh, I saw the movie Man of a Thousand Faces, the Lon Chaney story. And I was always intrigued by how he did what he did to get back in the um, and a lot of his other characters. And it was really kind of cool that I got to develop these illusions and I saw their makeup team. And I'm going to be honest, they were terrible. <laughs> I think one of the worst things I ever saw were they were dipping their hands in the pails of latex and just literally slathering it on their face. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, fucking... 20 some years ago now, you know, where no one, no one had YouTube and no one, you know, it was just kind of like fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah. And they were doing the best they could at the time. And I was like, well, what about an airbrush? We could airbrush. I started messing around. I pretty serious about it. Kind of zombie thing came about. Started working with the prosthetics. You know, the old Luch prosthetics, I was using those and putting them on people. And it was pretty neat. It was a bit of learn. That's, that's a good thing. Now, when it comes to, um, I got to say something just real quick. You're breaking up just a little bit. I am? Yeah, okay. just a little bit. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, that's a little bit better. I'm sorry. <clears throat> now, um, when it comes to airbrushing, what is your ideal ideal makeup gun that you love using? See, I'm I'm a passion guy through and through. Okay, that's my brand. I mean, one, I love the product. I've used it for years. I'm actually a sponsored Pache artist, so Damn. I've been using their products for 25, 26 years. I still have airbrushes that are that old, but I still use. Oh wow! Um, it's just a great product. It's American made. You know, they're right out there, like right on the border of Wisconsin and in Indiana, I'm sorry, uh, Illinois. And you, I mean, two day shipping. Chuck Passion, the guy over there that I deal with, has been like a big brother to me in a lot of respects. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Now, uh, I remember talking to you at Land, and man, I, I tried to reach out to the owners of Zombie Skin, not Zombie Skin, I'm talking to Zombie Skin owner right now, uh, Trans World. And I didn't know if I emailed the right people. Uh, Jen at HAAshow.com. Okay. All right. That's the email. Yeah, I'll reach She'll out. She'll probably kick my butt for putting her out there, but oh well. Hey, whatever. It, it counts for us because we'd love to, like, our main goal is, like, eventually, you know, get our show at, you know, Transworld to talk all these, talk to these, like, amazing companies and stuff and just speak with them because we weren't able to go to Transworld this year because of, due to, you know, work and adult life and it's all fun and stuff, but. It is what it is with that part. Um, <clears throat> so one question I love asking everybody, when 2020 hit, the, you know, the whole pandemic, how did that affect your company? Oh, it affected us amazingly bad. Mm. It was terrible. I mean, our sales dropped. Uh, a lot of our customers are amusement parks, haunted attractions, and such. And, you know, the country was shut down. Very few actually got to open. And some of the ones that did, they did great because no one had anything to do. And I, it was it was a rough year. Uh, but, you know, it was cool that we were able to make it through it and survive it because now I feel like, you know, hey, we got through that. We didn't through anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hopefully there's like no nuclear explosions here lately. I don't want that at all because I, no. I, I'm pretty sure you're – your zombie skin would look absolutely amazing as an ap- apocalyptic character. <laughs> well, we've done a few of those. Uh, you know, I've got some stuff. I, I, I see. I design and sculpt and do a lot of prosthetics on my own, just full masks and different things that I've never really even offered out for sale. Right. Now, I remember when you showed us the uh, the method on making foam prosthetics. Man, that is some smelly ass shit. <laughs> oh. 
Lisa was baking. It's really bad. Oh, God. <laughs> Especially once it starts smelling like rotten eggs. You're like, oh, my God. This is not a good time at all. <laughs> yeah, but- I ran a lot of foam latex this past weekend. I was in my shop. Actually, I got out there about 4.30 yesterday morning and finished up about 5.30 yesterday afternoon. Oh, my. Shoo. Oh. Mm-mm. No, oh. no, no bueno. Now, with that foam... Um, prosthetic and stuff. Um, what got you into doing that? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I thought I could do it. I just, I was, you know, looking around the websites and everything and found Monster Maker's website and they were really nice people up there because they were just, you know, really laid back and Arnold Goldman, the guy who owns it, I would call and ask him questions and he'd answer them. And I was like, you know, the first foam latex oven I made, which actually I think Land has. Yep. That is the first oven I ever built. And it's still and, used. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that thing's a workhorse. The thing, thousands of prosthetics have been run through that thing. Shoo. And I'm not exaggerating, thousands. <laughs> but, um, you know, he was able, you know, I took, I, when I went up to pick up my orders and everything, and you know, his his foam latex is what I use, and I'd show him pictures of stuff, and I'd even bring some of the foam pieces up, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, this is really soft. How are you mixing it? And the one thing is I log every mixture I do, you know, what the humidity is, what the temperature is, how much gelling agent is, you know, all the way across the board, so I can always refer back to it. Right. See, mm, yeah, I, I, that was my first time ever seeing um, the foam prosthetics made because um, Steve and I over here, we, we go through. Um, our goal is to eventually, you know, make foam prosthetics and get through and make stuff. But right now, since like we don't really know the formula and all that other stuff, um, we, we just go through like like mostly dead and we find face prosthetics and stuff and we make masks out of them and stuff and people love them. People, mm-hmm. people love this oh. stuff. And Mostly we, those guys are awesome. Oh, yeah. Retailers of zombie skin for us too. Oh, really? and I didn't those know guys are really, really good people. And I remember talking to him one day at one of the trade shows at well, actually Columbus, the Midwest. And uh they were selling a lot of their secondhand prosthetics that they couldn't sell, you know, as perfect. There was just secondhand ones. They were still good. And we were talking, he came over and handed me a whole box of them. And he's like, yeah, you can use these. <laughs> yeah, just have them. I mean, thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. And I was like, well, here, hold on. I gave him a bunch of zombie skin, and they started selling it on their website, and we've been friends ever since. See, that's that's wonderful. The, the gain connections to people. Like, trade shows are, like, the greatest place to gain connection. And you just, like... It is. You you get friends, you get good family, and the the amount of respect that these people have. Sometimes it's you know cutthroat out there, but you just avoid you just avoid those people. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, we've we've learned that in the past with a few people that it's just some people are like, well, I've done this first. Well, I've done that first. Well, it's like okay, but we're we're all doing the same thing. We're just in, we're just enjoying life as much as possible. Oh, exactly. It's, it's such a cool feeling that, you know, to walk in the, like when I walk in the land, it's like, it, it's so great to walk in and you're seeing old friends and meeting new friends and, you know, you run into them at the trade show. It's like, hey, what's going on? How you been? Or a lot of times, like, even Jeff will give me a call, like, throughout the year. Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> now, one thing that blew my mind about you, that you were colorblind. How does that affect you in, like, the makeup world? Okay, so I'm red-green colorblind, which I see red differently than anybody else. And you said well, red is like, brown, right? I see, like, dried blood, I guess, is a good color to say it would be like. So it's that, like, dingy, brownish, rusty color, I would say. Okay. That's how I see red. And, you know, you get caught coloring Santa Claus brown, they kind of figure out you're colorblind. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, Santa Claus ain't brown. (laughs) Well, that's what the teacher said. And I'm like, no, this is brown. She held up. And I'll I'll never forget this. I was probably like seven or eight, probably six or seven maybe. 
she held up a brown crayon and what was I was told was a red crayon at that time because well you know I didn't believe her because I knew the color I was coloring was you know Santa but that's how I saw it but I'm also green colorblind too so I see green as tan mm. so the best way to sum it up for people who are not colorblind you know after winter when you see all the, the grass is all like brown yeah and tan that's how I see it all year round. Oh, so it's like yeah. a like you have a fall filter going on in your eyes. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. See, I'd rather see that every day in my life than seeing all this green shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, green's nice and all, but it's like I'm more of a fall guy, so I just want to see the dead living. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, you know, it's just different. And, you know, a lot of times I'll have, like, someone label my red, so I'll be able to look at them or... You know, I have a certain way I lay out things, hmm. and I'll know what's what. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously, you're you're used to it because you've you've had it your whole entire life. But if it just happened to me, I'd be fucked. I'd be blown. Nah, not lights. really. You would, you would adjust to it. Oh yeah, you would really. <laughs> that'd be that'd be kind of strange. You guys, any questions? I I do know that they have the uh, like colorblind glasses that could potentially fix. It. Have you tried those? I haven't tried them because I'm waiting for the contacts. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I'm skipping the glasses. I'm going straight to contacts. Yeah, who wants to Well, the glasses? reason being is they're supposed to be coming out with them. And the reason being is, I don't know. I'm just kind of used to doing what I do. So I don't know if I really want to change that. And those glasses are bulky. They're really bulky. Yeah. They're not like the cool glasses. You know what they are. They're colorblind glasses. There's some Revenge of the Nerds glasses. They are thick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you some designer series. We'll get Oakley or somebody to design you some. <laughs> that's that's still pretty cool. Now, um, do you plan on doing any like uh, like haunts this year? Do you go through them or anything as like a customer or anything? Uh, I go through a lot. Oh shit! Okay, well that's that's a good thing. I know you you you're, you're based out of uh, Youngstown, right? Yeah. Okay. So you got like um like uh, probably hit twenty twenty five haunts this year. Holy fuck! <laughs> that sounds like a dream. You know, us haunters, we can't really uh, go it's through. Fine. Haunts. I'll, like, I'll hit two or three at a time. Okay. All in a you night. Know, uh, we did Chippewa Lake Slaughterhouse, the Mansfield Prison, <laughs> then we did this really kick ass haunted trail. And I'm thinking, okay, I heard about this trail, and I, I, I don't want to say the name to it because I'm going to actually sound like I'm pompous and arrogant because right. I got there with my, the girl I was dating and her daughter and her, her daughter's friend. I was like, look, you guys have just at the Chippewa Lake Slaughterhouse, which is very good, very good attraction, and the Mansfield Blood Prison. Right. So now we're going to this little trail that's not far from the Mansfield Prison. And I'm thinking... All right, I don't know what to expect, but hey, let's let's just go in with an open mind and see if we enjoy it. I'm gonna tell you that thing was balls to the wall, great. See, that's what's crazy about those little haunts. Don't I'm not saying anything about Blood Prison because like we are really close with like uh, Vic Amosquita and stuff. Um, oh, but, Vic's like a brother to me. Oh, dude, I love Vic. He's such a great, humble guy. We had the pleasure of speaking with him about a month and a half ago and hearing his story, and it's like <clears throat> love Vic. Um, but like those those smaller haunts, like there was a haunt in uh, Washington Courthouse. Unfortunately, it got shut down due to, you know, the surrounding areas that they were in. But they were in the middle of nowhere, and um, it was like a, um, like a pretty much a low budget of haunted hoochie, and um, okay. <clears throat> they went balls to like I would say personally that the uh, House of Pain was a lot more. Uh, it, it felt so unsafe being there, but it felt like I was in an old school haunt. The nostalgia was there. They, were, they weren't worried about these, you know, thousand dollar props or, you know, all these special effects. They were just old school putting up, you know, just curtains and, you know, fucking blue Down tarps. and dirty, dark Down. and scary. Yes. And it was like, I love old school haunts and then they they are rated r's oh rated r is also as also i can't even talk right now um but they are rated r and they went balls to the walls and then i guess they lived again out of in the middle of nowhere but they had this stupid 
family that ended up put taking them to court and they ended up getting shut down, unfortunately. But they were fucking awesome. And then I went to Haunted Hoochie, which, I'm, again, I'm not dogging Haunted Hoochie, but it's just like, man, there's a lot of politics out there that just feel like they're they're trying to offend people and it's like oh no don't do that guys but again they they do they do their thing that's their own haunt style it's the same thing with um Russ McKinney at um what's that haunt the McKinney, McKinney Manor well i don't even consider that a haunt that's no. Like a no yeah that's 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 basically like torture porn for him and it's just i mean i know all about tor- torture porn this <laughs> Mr. Sandman over here he he has this one Move. What's it called? American Guinea Pig series. And the, these these movies are they're they're so realistic that um, the, it's borderline real. The the just the way these the special effects that these guys have done, and it it was I don't know how to explain what I seen, but they're basically dissecting the human body for Satan, and they're just mm. oh down and gritty but i love the aspect of it of how real it, it was basically like um uh um what's a uh the holocaust movie what was that called cannibal holocaust. cannibal holocaust like how that was made and looked more realistic and they got in trouble i'm very happy that these guys did not put these on the shelf <laughs> because it was oof, oof, maybe it was it was it was grimy <laughs> they were breaking rib cages with um uh, what are they called? Bolt cutters. Bolt cutters. They yeah. were like putting cigarettes, oh, wow. putting cigarettes in like these women's eyes. And what was that serum that they gave her? In LSD. The blowfish? What was it? Well, they gave them LSD and the uh, the puffer fish serum that basically uh, causes their whole body to go into paralysis. Ugh. The mirror. Yeah, and it was the whole movie is just it's a really slow movie. But there's so much going on, and it doesn't stop. <laughs> it does not. I thought the movie was beautiful because of just how close and detailed, like they were removing limbs and stuff. But that gives me ideas on how to create like special effects for people that are haunting. So it's like, all right, I got an idea. Like we have this one girl. Um, she works in Doctor Psychos, and she has a nub. And uh, she has these tiny little ball little fingers on there. And I'm like, I remember last year she came to me and she said, hey, can you uh, do my makeup? I said, yeah, that's fine. So she asked me and she said, hey, can you do this too? And I looked at her nub and I was like, yes, (laughs) yes. So I was really happy to do um, somebody that doesn't have a hand. (laughs) But yeah, if you you want... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds it sounds fucked up, but it's the truth. Like I just like love the fact that this this girl came in. And she said, "Hey, can you nub me up?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, the only thing you have is a wrist and a tiny little cute little thumb on you." <laughs> that's dumb. Uh, I'm, I, I was so excited. Like I don't that sounds sick, but I'm I'm all about it. Mm. No, nah, I think it's cool, especially when they can actually take that and go to you know. It's like they're accessing it and they're using that to mess with people. It's like a lot of people don't know, but on my left hand, I'm using my left index fingertip. No, I did not know that. What happened? I was working on a machine when I was in eight, I was 18 and I was in school and the uh, safety mechanism broke and took my tip off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and it didn't hurt as bad, but just kind of weird. One less fingernail to cut. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> it's, it's, only, it's only the tip. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. Yeah. 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 No, no, thank well, you. Well, what was funny is there was a kid in class I didn't like, and I was like, hey, come here, check that out. That's my bone. And he just turned white as a ghost <laughs> and passed out. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I cut the tip off my finger, and luckily I got it sewed back on, but um, I was uh, working at Walmart. And uh, I was using these little tiny little garden shears, and I was just snipping deadheads off of flowers. And I was just, I got the rhythm down, and I lost my, my rhythm for like a split second, and I got the tip of my finger. And I was like, ooh, ooh oh no. So I, had, I only thought I nipped it, and I looked at it, and I saw my bone, and I put it, my finger back in my hand. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucked up. So I started to get a little woozy. I can do other people's blood, but as soon as I see mine, I'm going to turn the light switch off for a little bit. <laughs> and, and I just go to sleep. <laughs> oh wow! I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I just like when it comes to real stuff, I do not enjoy it. 
But when it comes to like special effects and I know it's fake, I'm all about it, blood, guts, and gore. But that real stuff, I just can't do it. Like uh, Kristen, my fiance that was up at the seminar when we did that thing on at land, she has the uh, um, the the book where she went to school for nursing and stuff, and I was just looking through it. And then I start flipping through it. And all these infections and, you know, open wounds and there was like this head cut in half. And then I was like, okay, I can't do this. And then I had the pleasure of going into one of her classes to Shadow, uh, which is her cadaver classes. And I got to see like split open heads, bodies and all this stuff. Oh, and wow. I was not having a good time. But I, I suffered through it. Don't, if, if I smelt like, you know... I know they keep them clean with, like, iodine. That's mainly all I spell is iodine and alcohol, but I just could not get through the fact that the, the human body's skin, when it looks like it's decaying, um, well, not decaying, but just sitting there cold, it looks like a turkey. And I can't eat turkey no more. Um, yeah. Uh, be glad you never saw water, what it does to a body. Oh. It's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I would, I, would, I would probably be completely destroyed i know i i've seen a lot of videos and a lot of pictures and those dead bodies that we we they were messing with but i was just like um i'm, I'm good on that i i don't i don't i'm not, i don't want to be a nurse <laughs> i don't want to do that don't get me wrong I, I enjoyed the fact because like i mainly wanted to do it because of like my haunting and stuff i want to get more ideas on doing other things and what i can say to people and all this this and that but to see it that's where it got me a little woozy i remember a halloween i was coming home from a halloween party in college and i saw a convertible over in this one business front lawn and here it actually went um, underneath the semi. And to this day, I can tell you honestly, I never did look at the two bodies in the front seat, but they were dead on impact. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I never did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I, it's just the way life is and the way how things could happen in a split second where you can just completely be dismembered in seconds. And it doesn't matter where you're at, what you're doing, it could happen. You always know your surroundings. <laughs> oh, definitely. Now, um, when it came for you to be uh, the makeup artist and stuff, do you have any, like, really bad experience where you had to be like, all right, I can't do this no more? Not as in, like, you can't do makeup artist no more, but you had to, like, all right, dude, you got to bounce or – someone's like I, I had somebody last year <clears throat> she locked her knees while she was standing there and she was just standing and then she immediately like just dropped on me and I'm like oh what do I do but luckily we had the the paramedics and stuff they came and got her and dragged her body out and I'm like I thought she died but she just like locked her knees and passed out do you have any experiences like that um honestly not really um it, you know, you, you see how I teach when I'm teaching the classes. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I'll be talking to people as I'm doing their makeup because I want them to be relaxed. And, you know, I try to have be real laid back about things. And I'm like, you know, hey, you know, what's going on? How you been? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. okay. And uh, you see some things you don't want to see, but, you know. Now, when it, when it comes to doing people's makeups, what is your biggest pet peeve? Uh, there's so many. I don't like facial hair. <laughs> um, it doesn't bother me, but I will say what bothers me the most is when you're working on stuff and they don't stop talking. <laughs> stop moving. So I'm trying to get this line straight. <laughs> and, and it really annoys me that they do that. And they, they, you know, and I get it. Sometimes they're nervous too, or, you know, but if they don't, Stop talking. I might be wrong by doing this, but I'll give him a shot of airbrush paint. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked this up, dude. I'm going to blast you right in your damn eye. <laughs> That's what Snags did to me. He'd flick the brush. He'd be like, you, you ready to get grungy? And you just, he didn't give you no warning. He just flicks it. Mm. <laughs> now, before before we did the, the those little splatter tips, those are amazing. I fucking yeah. love those. Yeah, those are great. I like when, uh, cause I used to do the old school method. You used to, you know, take a really fine brush and just flick it and stuff. And then, uh, 
Je- oh, was it? Yeah, it was Jess last year. She showed us the uh, splatter tips, and she put it on my gun, and I started using it. I'm like, oh my god, dude, this is this is doing so much better than that flicking method, and it, it creates a really good grimy like character for these people. <clears throat> and I use it daily. I use it all the time when I'm in the studio. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's great. It, it makes it so much easier. <clears throat> Yeah, we have a, a gentleman at land. He's honestly the uh, rumor manager, uh, Steve Bishop. He uh, 3D printed a bunch of uh, the spider tips for us, and they were great. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can do a dozen at a time on your on your 3D printer. Mm, those are, those are they're wonderful. And I, I, honestly, I prefer the rubber ones than the actual, like, the 3D printer plastic-looking ones because the rubber ones seem to hold on a little bit better. Well, I've actually taken and redid one to fit perfectly on the airbrush. Okay. Now, is but it, is it universal? Someone else came up with that, and it's just a respect thing. Okay. Cool. Cool. Now, um, when it comes to uh, doing makeup for paint wise, are you do you have like a, a good product that you love using? Um. Yeah. Actually, I do. Well, there's a few. Um, you know, for fluorescent, you can't beat graffiti effects. No. Their stuff is just incredibly bright. No, not talking crap on any other makeup company. Just their, their stuff is super bright. Jen does a great job with that. Um, European body art is one of my favorites. I mean, they're black, they're pale dead, but they're really well done. Um, I use a little bit of everybody, honestly. Cool. Yeah, when when we're down in the studio, <clears throat> we uh we do the Monster Maker uh, airbrush paint, and that that stuff look, works great on the latex mask that we uh, paint. Yeah, now their stuff is good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I say, I, I can't say anything bad about Monster Makers. I mean, they stand behind their product. They work with you. I know there's been times I'm like, well, I can't get up there during hours. And they're like, we'll have someone up there by chance Saturday. What time can you be there? I'm like, just tell me when they're there and I'll be there. Right. That's awesome. See, that just means they're just a really good uh, cooperative company. Now, we ran into the issue one time, only one issue, where they sent us uh, the red red, and it looked like Pepto-Bismol. Oh, wow. And we're like, uh, so Steve messaged them and said, hey, like this, this red is pink. And he said, well, you have to let it dry. So we let it dry, and it's still like it looked like Pepto-Bismol. So they sent us another one, and it still looked Pepto-Bismol. So like, the only problem I have with them is just the red. But it's still it, – but that – the second red we got dried a little darker. But then we added a little bit more colors and stuff and blended everything, and it ended up coming out good. But that red, man, that, that was the only, only issue we've ever had with Monster Maker – yeah, and I mean, if you talk to them about it, I mean, they're really good about saying, "Hey, look, we'll we'll take care of you." Okay, that's good. That's really nice to hear. Um, trying to think if there's any more questions I want to ask you. Um, do you have any big plans for the 2023 season coming up? Um, that you can't talk too about. Too early to tell. <clears throat> too early to tell. Uh, I'm not really sure. Um where things are going to be going at the time, you know, that comes, I've got some ideas of some things I want to do. Um, I'm not sure, you know, uh, I know I'll be teaching. I know I'll be teaching in Michigan again. I'm going to also be teaching while I'll be at land again. Cool. They already told me they want me back. Oh yeah. We definitely want you back. <laughs> and, um, I'll be probably a couple other haunts. I'm supposed to go to Alabama and teach. I was going to go this year, but they said, let's do next year. Probably like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's so, well, it sounds like you're still moving forward with your company, with everything oh, yeah. that you're doing and definitely keep up the hard work, man. And are you do you plan on coming down to Land Illusion this year during haunt season? I'm gonna try to. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm still trying to figure out my schedule on what all haunts I'm doing. But um I'm definitely gonna try to make it in. Cool. Sounds great. And chances are I won't tell anybody when I show up. I'll just show <laughs> Surprise. up. Surprise. <laughs> hey, we fucking love that because Jess is like, we'll be struggling. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, fuck, it's Joe. Get in here, Joe. So it's like, it's definitely great. Yeah. It, you know, I, I like doing that. So then it's like a heads up or, you know, hey, I'm like 20 minutes out. Hey, uh, 
I'm here. I might be stopping by tonight. I'll see you there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, I appreciate everything you've done for us, uh, for Land of Illusion and for Dark Carousel, taking time out of your day and speaking with us. Um, and again, hopefully we get to, I get to see you again this season. And if not, then I'll see you next season, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, well. And uh, I'll probably see, if you guys are at Trains World, I'll see you. I'll be there. All right, well, yeah, we'll definitely stop by and chit-chat and stuff. And other than that, I want you to just uh, stay classy, stay spooky, and just keep doing what you're doing, man. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate oh, thank you. you guys having me on the show. Uh, no problem. Have a good one. All right, take care. See ya. Guys, that was Joe from Zombie Skin. Joe Glenn. Go check out his website at zombieskin.com. Um, well, it's zombie skin. Zombie, let me get this right. Zombie-skin.com. Um, his his stuff is reasonably priced. And, you know, for a four-ounce jar, it's $25. One-ounce jars, $10. Uh, zombie skin uh, syringe, 10 bucks. And do that shit last forever if you keep it sealed and keep it in a package he has like little kits that he you can get like burn kits and all different types of fun stuff that you can do i remember the first one we got the first syringe it lasted about a week because we couldn't get it sealed right then it turned into a sausage link (laughs) yeah that was that was that was our fault but again guys he has a flash sale coming up it starts 12 a.m 7 30, 22, and runs until 9, 30, 22. So definitely get up a few on few more that. weeks. A few more weeks, guys, and then that sale is done. So yeah. definitely go check out zombieskin.com and order from Joe Glenn. Yeah. Other than that, guys, that's the show. That's Zombie Skin. So again, guys, biggest thing, that was season fucking three, episode one. One. So definitely a good one. Definitely a nice one. He definitely had some fun stories to tell us. Yep. Um, definitely a big old shout out for... Just him in general, and again, definitely condolences on him losing his mother uh, a few years ago. So sorry to hear that, and I'm I'm just happy to see that he's still kicking ass and still moving forward with his company. And the fact that he's colorblind that's what crazy this drives me crazy. How the yeah. I couldn't do that, but he he does it. Yeah, but it shows that anybody can do anything. Well, also thanks for the other two guys joining in with us today, Mr. Sandman and Skits. Skits! And episode two comes out next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. So again, guys, you know who I am. I am Snags. You know, it's your boy, Snags, from Dark Carousel Podcast. And right next to me is Mr. Sweets. And then we got Mr. Sandman and Skids. And again, guys, we are Dark Carousel for a fucking reason. This is a podcast for haunters. And again, guys, we love scary stuff. See ya.